Welcome to Gone Whale Hunting, a Hunter Hunter rewatch podcast. Uh, so today, uh, we're just going to be watching episodes one and two of the 2011 Hunter Hunter anime. And I'm your host, Keith McLean. My pronouns are they, them. And I'm your other host, Devin Wren, and my pronouns are he, him. Yeah, before we get just like started and jump right into the episodes, um, yeah, I guess like maybe just give a little introduction to this podcast. Um, yeah, so I've, I think we're both pretty big fans of A Hunter Hunter, and you know, we've both watched all of the uh, 2011 anime. Um, but yeah, just uh, just yeah. sort of any thoughts about your experience with the series beyond that? I remember. When I was younger, my back, I think when it started airing, my brother watched all of it. And I was like, hmm, seems weird and dumb. I'm probably never going to watch that. And then like (laughs) a few years ago, I was like, oh, I might start one episode. And then I spent like literally the whole day just spamming through episodes. And I've been like telling Uh my friends like, hey, have you guys heard of this? Have you heard of this new thing that isn't definitely 10 years old? Have you heard of it? And so, yeah, just like in terms of just like shonen anime, it just like rapidly rose to one of my favorites. Like it just has such like mm-hmm. a sense of like fun, wonder and everything. And then like it's definitely it's like magic system is super interesting and in how it works and how it interacts with all the characters. For sure. So it's just like one of those shows that I could basically talk about for hours and like character relations and all that. Yeah. I mean, that's why we have a podcast, right? Exactly. <laughs> and now I will talk about it for hours. We're here and it's going to happen. Yeah, so for me, I I totally forget when I first watched Hunter Hunter or even really how I got introduced to it. I think I had just heard that it was like one of those very good, well-regarded animes, so I checked yeah. it out and enjoyed the heck out of it um i'm pretty sure i actually did you know read some of the manga like way back when in probably like middle school or high school but i think i gave up around the uh, chimera ants arc just because it was oh yeah <laughs> very slow paced oh yeah that is a common complaint leveled against the show is that once it gets that arc it slows to a crawl yeah true yeah, I, I've 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 watched the anime, uh, you know, two times through uh, so far, and I think I appreciated the pacing of Chimera Ants a lot more on the second watch, just because, like, you know, I had my expectations set, just being like, okay, this is gonna go at a crawling pace, but just kind of like bear with it and appreciate the the density of it. Yeah, it's definitely, like, if you're reading it, there's, like, so much going on that, like, if you get a second read-through, you can go as fast as you want, which makes it nicer. But in the anime, you're just kind of like, okay, I'm stuck with this one event happening in this one episode. (laughs) But yeah, I think I started reading the manga, I think, halfway through the Chimera Antark, just because I wanted, I was impatient. So, like, I started reading the manga, and then I caught up to the manga wherever it is now. Got uh-huh. to like, I think, oh, the arc they're in now, which is gearing up to be even longer than the Khmer Antark. So 20 years from now, we might get it done. So, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Who even knows? There's been like 
four volumes in the past yeah, two years. Togashi... Past four years? I don't know. Togashi has a lot of health issues, so I feel for him. It's a lot of work. He's yeah. doing his best. Yeah. I I I'll I'll just appreciate what what we're getting and appreciate that it's fucking not easy to make a comic. Just it... a lot of a lot of things need to be drawn. Yeah. And drawn over and over Every again. Every moment, and it's very difficult. The man's doing his best. Yeah. He's trying. Yeah, so so as far as my thoughts on the overall series, it's I definitely consider it to be, like, the best anime of its genre. Just sort of like, you know, the very shonen-y sort of superpower fighting uh, just sort of anime. I think it's, like, definitely the best because, like, so many of its conflicts are solved, like, not through a big anime fight, but when it does do a big anime fight, it's, like, chef's kiss good. Yeah, it's one of those ones where, like, if they introduce a character who you, like, get even more than one episode with, you know their story arc is going to have, like, some semblance of satisfying conclusion. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I say, like, for we were talking about the Khmer Antark, almost every single character in that, just on a rewatch, I was just like, chef's kiss about their character arcs and where they went. Just Yeah, everything is, everything is super well fleshed out, and just at the core of it, you have this, this absolutely perfect friendship between Gon and Kilua. Oh, it is so amazing and so deeply sad. It... It goes places. It's one of those ones that I will probably, when it gets to its like peak, I will just start yelling. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I think yeah. Once, once, once we get into the the the, the real. capital G, capital B, good bits with going in Kilua, I think this podcast is just going to be a lot of us yelling. It's just going to go off the rails. But I am the Kilua, absolute Kilua defender. Anything he wants, I will give to him. <laughs> Yeah, same. I'd I'd do anything for that boy. My son deserves it. So yeah, uh let's 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 get into it then. How about uh how about episode one? Speaking of Killua, we don't meet him these episodes. We don't we meet do, him. But we do meet the rest of our characters. So that's good. Yep. Yep, sorry. Let me just the first episode is called Departure X. Okay, I really hate the naming scheme for these. It's Departure and Friends, but for Hunter Hunter, they put the X in between each word of their titles. And I don't know if yeah. I should say them, so I'm not. Yeah, pretty sure the, the X's aren't meant to be pronounced, so... They're there for flair. We'll just let the audience imagine them, imagine them in there. They're there for flair. My first note on this is, let me say, the opening, it slaps. I yeah, it's real good. Yeah, I love this opening. I think it's like I think when I first started watching, it, I was like, okay, this is a pretty standard anime opening. And then like by the end, everyone time they're like, you can try. I was like, oh man, I can try. I can't yeah. do this. Also, just like again, any shot of our boy Kilua, he's just looking so cute, so precious, even as he's. You know, beating the shit out of someone. I gotta say. Which is kind of a running theme with Kilua. It dresses like how I did in middle school, which is just a short sleeve shirt and a long sleeve shirt, both uh -huh. on top of each other. And I'm like, oh, so he's gay. 
<laughs> it's just like the ancient recognition. He's just that's just how the gays dress. Long <laughs> That's how it is. It just happens that way. It's just facts. Simple, simple facts. So the first thing that happens is we get a little opening, like introduction of the world, just a little like the narrator's like, oh, monsters, magic, like creatures, treasures. All the people who want to go find and discover these incredible things are known as hunters. And I'm like, as the most basic definition, yeah. Thank you for explaining absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to be like a running theme through the show. It's just no one knows what a hunter does. They're going to do whatever. Hunters hunters just do whatever. It's just an easy way to say that our characters are allowed to do whatever they want. And you know, yeah. it's valid. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes it involves catching animals or interacting with animals in any capacity but you know sometimes it means you just really like food or sometimes it means you want to go find some treasure or sometimes you just want to go hunt somebody down it can basically mean any job sometimes it just means you're on the the dark web a lot yeah there are dark web hunters aren't there uh-huh whack absolutely whack Sometimes it just means you're really into old rare video games. I'm a Reddit hunter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My distinction is the Reddit hunter. I stuff out. (laughs) I search out chads online. (laughs) I've been searching for 10 years for this rare magical subreddit. I've been searching for the ultimate Pizzagate engine. <laughs> Rumor has it that somewhere out there on the deep web, there's a QAnon 2. Rumor has it somewhere out there are Hillary's emails, and I will find oh. them. <laughs> so, no one knows what a hunter is. They're just, they're just out there. They're just doing their thing. Living their best lives, or worst lives, whatever they choose to do at that moment. And our boy Gon, he he wants to be a hunter. Our adorable boy Gon. And I have to start this off with, so we meet Gon's uh, aunt, his aunt Mito, who has raised this adorable mm-hmm. little lad first. And we meet her at a uh, fish market as she's like, you know, just sorting fish, just like doing her job. And two fishermen just straight up walk up to her and are like, hey, ain't your boy trying to go take the hunter exam? That's great. And this poor <laughs> woman's trying not to think about that. Yep. These are the nosiest fishermen I have ever met in my entire life. One wonders whether those two dudes actually know what the hunter exam is, given how dangerous and generally inappropriate for 12-year-olds it is. It's like, oh, ain't he trying to catch the lord of the forest? And they're like, oh, that's not true. No one can catch that. I heard his dad did. And it's just like, can you guys mind your own business? This poor woman's... (laughs) They kind of just show up and, you know, say some exposition. yell exposition at this poor woman who's just trying to do her job and not think about her child leaving. Yep. So we move from that scene to we see Gon. Yep. He is sitting on a very cool looking tree. Mm -hmm. And he has a fishing line in the water and he is waiting patiently. 
just covered in leaves, surrounded by animals, very patient, very good with nature. Very camouflaged. This is probably the first and only time we see a hunter using actual camouflage. This is probably the first time we see, and last time we see a hunter actually being really good with animals. Mm -hmm. Very weird. (laughs) Uh, So he's fishing and then he catches the lord of the, I think it's forest or lake? Something. It's lord of the swamp, something like that. Yeah, I think depending on like what translation you're going with, it's like Lord of the Swamp or King of the Swamp, something like that. Yeah, it's just a real uh, messed up looking fish, let me tell you. It got Mm -hmm. crab legs. It's like a giant fish with crab legs and it just twitches weird. It's got a lot of of jangly legs on there. Yeah, I don't like it. Is it a fish or a crustacean? Who knows? Yeah, I don't like to look at it. It's bad to look and think about, actually. So Gone catches this giant thing, and he somehow drags it from the woods to the port on their small island city. Small island town or whatever. And He's a strong lad. Yeah, he's a strong, very determined little boy. An adorable small son. And... All the fishermen are like, oh, hey, it's amazing that he caught it. Isn't that right, Aunt Mito? And she's just behind the crowd looking so shocked and sad that her son actually yeah, Yeah, yeah. The Yeah, sort of the, the premise of, of what's going on here is that, you know, Gon's not allowed to take the hunter's license unless he catch the big fish. And then he did catch the big fish. So this means that he, you know, does, you know... That 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 Aunt Mito has to let him take the hunter's exam, and Aunt Mito is like clearly not okay with this. Yeah, it's set up that she like gave him that test thinking that he wouldn't be able to do it, but turns out he was able to, and now she's both a little shocked and sad that like he's able to do it. But she made a promise and she's not going to break a promise with him. So mm-hmm. he gets ready to head off. Yep. And, you know, then, you know, we have a scene of Aunt Mito kind of confronting him and being like, hey, why do you want to do this anyway? And, you know, your father was a hunter, but he left his family behind. To go off and search the world for all the things he wanted to find. And he even left you behind, his own son. And Gon just replies, yeah, that's amazing, right? Like, how amazing could be a hunter be if you would leave his own son behind? And Aunt Mito's just like, oh no. <laughs> just, that's not how you should think about that one. That ain't good, that ain't right. Uh, hey, adventures are good, but, uh, being an absent parent maybe doesn't, you know, doesn't doesn't quite justify that now, does it? Abandoning your son and your family probably isn't the best way to go about that. <laughs> But Gon's determined to find out what being a hunter is all about and why, like, a man would leave his own family and son behind just to pursue this life. So, off he goes. And we get a very cute scene of, like, he's about to leave and Aunt Mito makes him pinky promise to return, be safe. And they seal it with one little kiss and press their thumbs together. And she just gives him a big old hug. It's very good. It's a very cute scene. I really enjoy the moments we get to see Aunt Mito. She's very nice. Yeah. 
We like her. Yeah. So Gone heads off and he hops onto the boat that is supposed to take him to where the hunter exams are supposed to be held. And as everyone's yep. wishing him goodbye, telling him have a great time, we get a bunch of dudes on the boat just making fun of him, being like, oh, is this small child going to take this test? Oh, he ain't going to last a minute. This ain't for kids. And Gon's just like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, I have in my notes a lot of tough dudes being intimidating. Not one of them matters. Except, yep. this is where we get introduced to two of our other main cast. One of them, our good friend Leorio, is just reading porn on deck of this boat. Yep. Just sitting there by himself, just straight up reading a nude magazine. So that's cool. He's great. Filthy rat man. Want him obliterated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And our other friend, Karapika, who I... I cannot remember what Karapika was doing at that moment. I'm going to be very honest. Just kind of vibing, I think. Just kind of like reclining against the mast, not doing anything in particular. Yeah, that sounds like Karapika. Sounds like something he'd do. So yeah, then, uh, you know, Gon is, you know, listening to the seagulls as he is a feral child. Feral child raised in the forest. Feral child raised in the forest. He understands the birds speak. Uh, so he's like, so, oh, oh yeah. Before that, um, you know, there is a, a, a deckhand getting bullied, carrying a, a crate of apples. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's getting pushed around by some of the other like crew members. And then the captain comes out and is like, if you guys don't get back to work, I'm going to throw you all over my ship. And they're like, oh, sorry, boss. Yeah, so that's that's Kato, Katso. He's going to be relevant in a little bit. Um, uh, but yeah, then Gon realizes that there's a storm coming. He just runs straight up the straight up the rigging and hops up in the crow's nest and smells the storm coming because he can he do that all while his hands are still like firmly in his pockets, I believe. Which is just so... <laughs> I think just, like, clutching the straps of his backpack yeah, or something like that. Tops. Kiloa is the one with the, the hands in the oh, pockets. yeah, yeah. Gon just hops up here like it's not even, like, a problem. Like, yeah, child racing the forest once again. Um, so our next scene is that the storm hits and the ship captain... Oh, wait, no, sorry. Before that. Gon, like, tells the captain to be ready for a huge storm, and the guy's like, well, how can you tell? And he's like, well, I smell it. And he just, like, looks at the captain, and the captain's looking into his eyes, and he's like, could it be? No, it couldn't be his son. It, it couldn't, couldn't be. be. So, Gon's yeah. dad might be important, who knows? He Maybe, maybe this dude has, you know been places and done things on his family abandoning adventures maybe people except his son know him <laughs> so yeah the the storm hits uh basically everyone is fucking seasick except the sort of named characters um yep i guess you need to be immune to motion sickness to be a hunter uh-huh yeah so the scene is like the captain's like steering the ship and he's like, oh, all my crew suck. They can't handle a storm like this. And he walks into like where all the people are being held under deck and like 
everyone's seasick and knocked out except Gon, who's helping a man who looks like he's about to die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... About to die of boat disease. Of, like, waves disease. He can't handle the vibes. <laughs> um, Kropka's just, like, reclining in a hammock, mm-hmm. who's swaying with the movements of the boat perfectly, reading a book. Yep. Does not care at all, and Leorio's in the corner, eating a very sour apple. Commenting on how sour it is. Mm -hmm. The captain sees this, and he's like, okay, okay, you three, come to, uh, come to the cabin. So they go to the cabin? I think they go to the cabin. Yeah. I will ask you- Not, not the cabin, hold on, let me see if I remember any boat words, um- you know more than maybe like the forecastle or something it's the fucking place with the helm in it yeah that sounds right it's 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 the boat cockpit where you steer the ship yeah the wheel room the room with the wheel yeah so the wheel the designated wheel area yeah the wheelhouse um so he brings them in and he's like so what are all your names? And that's when we get Leorio and Karapika's names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he says, why do you guys want to be hunters? Yeah, Leorio just outright refuses to answer, being the rat bastard man that he is. Gon's just like, I want to I wanna follow in my father's footsteps, because he was an adventurer and I want to be that too. And Leorio's like, hey, sh- sh- shut up. And Karapika, and so this is why I have in my notes that uh, Karapika is the cooler Sasuke, because <laughs> in his little speech, he's like, Lurio, you're an idiot and I hate you. But <laughs> also, it would be very easy to lie about my reasons, but I hate lying, so I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to answer. Karapika is like, what if Sasuke was a paladin? And I'm pretty into it. Like, what if Sasuke was, like, cool and actually had character after this? Yeah. (laughs) What if Sasuke had a second defining character trait besides just angst and revenge? Besides being very annoying every time he's on screen. (laughs) So the captain just tells uh, one of his crewmates to notify the Hunter Association. Karapika and Leorio are not allowed in the exam. And they go, I'm sorry, what? Yep. What? Excuse (laughs) me? What was that again? (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so then they're like, okay, fine. We'll tell you our backstories. And then, you know. This is really funny because the guy, the captain says all this. And right after he says that, Gon looks straight at Leorio and is like, did you get all that? <laughs> Just like the sassy child he is. Just looks straight at Leorio yeah. and is like, hey, you gonna stop being dumb? Yeah, so then uh, Kurapika explains his tragic backstory, how his entire clan was uh, murdered and their eyeballs were stolen. Er, we don't get the eyeball thing yet, I don't think. But uh, yeah, his... His entire clan was murdered by a criminal group known as the Phantom Troop, and so he wants to get some revenge. Yeah, this is where the cooler Sasuke line comes in. Uh, He wants to become a hunter. Leora is like, well, you don't need to be a hunter just to get petty revenge. 
in Krapika is like, are you really that dumb? Hunters are basically allowed to go wherever they want, get whatever information they want, like basically break any law they want as long as they say they're a hunter. Yeah. So being a hunter's no one really knows what a hunter is, but they get to do rad stuff. They basically get to do almost anything they want anytime. Yeah. So he's like, as long as I'm a hunter, I get to like get information on where the fandom troop is, who they are, what they're about. And this is where we get uh, Leorio's backstory. Yeah, and also like important to note throughout this entire conversation, uh, you know, Karapika has referred to Leorio uh, a few times without using honorifics, and oh, Leorio's yeah. getting mad about it and insisting that he be called Leorio-san. I think a few times he even mispronounces his name. He's like, oh yeah, Leorio. Yeah, and, oh, I yeah, think it sort of changes based on the translation. Like, you know, they're not gonna like explain honorifics in every translation. So I think in the manga version, he's just like mispronouncing the name, and that's what's getting Leorio mad. So yeah. I, it, it sort of changes depending on which version you're seeing. And so this is where we get uh, Leorio's reason to be a hunter, and he says, "Well, of course, kid. All I'm doing it for." is money. So, as far as we know right now, Loyro just wants to get rich. Dirty mm -hmm. Rat Man. Cuck for capitalism. Dirty Rat Man loves the capitalism. He's on his grind. He's, that he's grind, he doing the hustle. Making that bread. Uh, breaking laws to get that money. You know, a true mm -hmm, hero. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Real protagonist man here. He is the uh, chaotic neutral counterpart to Leorio's lawful good pal- Or to Karapika's lawful good paladin. To Karapika's lawful good want of to murder an entire group of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Leorio says this, Karapika makes fun of him one more time. And yeah. This is where uh, Leorio gets a, a bit problematic. Because uh Ooh, he he does say I'm gonna and I'm gonna wipe out the last year clan right now. Let's go outside. Yeah, he's like, come outside and Krapika's why would I do that? He's like, because I'm playing on uh ending the Kurtz bloodline right here. So uh Leorio. Leorio just threatened to uh kill Karapika and finish a genocide, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. He's a cool man. He's a cool, cool dude. Yeah. Real dope. <laughs> a real cool swell guy. Can't wait to get to know him more. Just just a real pleasant gentleman, that one. Yes. So then Karapika and Leorio go up on deck. Uh, Captain's like, hey, get back here. But Gon says, eh, let him fight. Eh, they'll work it out. It's fine. <laughs> Captain's just like, yeah, sh okay, sure. Uh, so they're they're up on the ship's deck. The wind is blowing very hard in the rain. There's a fucking tornado that this that's that's that the ship is heading straight for. It's very fucking rad. Their clothes are blowing all around them in the wind, and it looks great. The animation is so good. Oh, yeah, the animation for this scene is so good. It's just chef's kiss all the time, like. And so all this is about to happen. Karapika and Leorio are ignoring all the chaos going around them, getting ready to fight. Like Leorio pulls out a shiv and Karapika takes yep. out. They're like, they're like 
kendo sticks, but they're nunchucks also? Yeah, they're like it's it's a pair of like wooden short swords essentially. Um you know, probably I guess sort of similar in shape and shape and length to maybe like a wakazashi. Um yeah. but yeah, they are connected at the ends like nunchucks. Yeah. So so yeah, he he sort of can switch between using them like as nunchucks or as dual swords. Yeah, and as they're about to fight a does the ship hit a wave or does it hit the water um, spout? Mm, I'm not exactly sure. I just remember that, you know, um Katsu gets uh basically uh you know, gets uh I think maybe even just like a rigging line snaps and yeah. Katso is holding onto it and he just gets yeeted straight overboard. Yeah, thrown from the ship and Lurio and Karapika both move to go catch him, but they just barely miss. And as this happens, Gone leaps in between them right off the side of the ship to grab Katso. And it's very cool and... Gon grabs him right before yeah yeah Gon grabs him just in time and then you know Karapika and Leorio pull them up and then you know afterwards it you know that sort of like interrupted their fight enough and you know you know they both sort of chew out Gon for being like hey you did just dive straight overboard and Gon's like aw but you saved me though didn't you I gotta say that's not an excuse Gon (laughs) They're like, you couldn't die. You jumped right overboard and couldn't die. And he's like, yeah, but you guys caught me, so it's fine. And it's like, yeah, Yeah. but you really didn't think that, like, maybe they wouldn't have? They were, like, two seconds away from fighting each other? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know, but that kind of diffuses the tension, though. And, you know, Leorio and Karapika kind of see, like, okay, well, we... We're both sort of all right people, and we want the same thing more or less, except for Leorio, who is still a bastard. Um, but, you know, they apologize to each other and their friends now. Yeah. And the captain says that he likes, like, he enjoyed the performance and, like, said he passes all of them, and they're allowed to go to the next stage of the hunter exam. Yay! And now they're moving on, and it's happy and good. The anime, I think, really does the sort of triumphant moments good. You got you get like that happy yeah. music and everyone's like, yeah, all right. And it's very yeah, nice. Really just like in the early, like especially in the earlier seasons, it just sets up like triumphant moments at the end of each episode, which is really good. Yeah, it's a very nice note to end the episode on. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's the end of the episode. So, do you want to move on to the next? And then, uh, episode two. Yeah. Yep. Episode two. Tests of tests. It's there's there's two tests. I wonder what it means. Ooh. The exam of the exam. They reach the port of the you know next destination on their journey. Uh, you know, as they're leaving, uh, the captain tells Gon like, "Hey, that bus supposedly headed towards the exam site. You don't want to go there. There's a shortcut if you climb that big old mountain and get to that big tall pine tree." And Gon's like, "Okay, cool." And Gon's like, "Thanks." And as the captain is telling them this. We see in a background a guy is listening in onto their conversation. 
Yeah, suspicious guy hidden in shadows. I wonder if he'll be important later. Hmm, who knows? So our three our three friends, they are looking at a map and Gon says, Yeah, the captain told me to go to the pine tree over there, so that's where I'm headed. And Lario's like, What are you stupid? He says, What are you dumb? The the bus for leaving for oh I cannot remember this. Doesn't super matter. We never go there anyway. It's supposed to go that way. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. Turns out the bus is fake. The bus is fake. And Leorio over here, you know, Leorio hears some mutterings about the bus being fake, and then he's like, Ugh, I changed my mind. Turns out you two are gonna need someone to keep you company. I'll just be a good, generous person and come along with you, and I wasn't wrong at all. I'm not a fool. Please clap. Like, yeah, I'm a good friend who has good opinions on everything and great instincts. <laughs> And you guys would be lost without me. So follow me as we go to where are we going to go? Towards that, yeah, towards they 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 head on towards that big tree. They go through what seems like an abandoned town, except it's not abandoned. There's just people hiding all over the place. Uh, and then you know people emerge from the alleyways and they're wearing masks and robes and. Wouldn't you know it, it's the exciting two-choice quiz brigade, and they're there to ask you some questions. Yep, and the world's oldest woman just, like, sits herself, like, in front of, like, Gon and the gang, and is like, the ch- the quiz will be, I will give you two questions. You can respond either one or two, and nothing else. Yep. If you respond with anything else, it'll be considered a failure instantly. And you will not be allowed to take the exam. So, you know, they they sort of, you know, go back and forth about, like, you know, since it's one question for the three of them, like, we don't want one of us screwing it up for the others. And Gon's like, oh, but only one of us has to get it right. And then we all pass. And, you know, then, then suspicious shadowy guy from earlier comes up and is like, all right, I'm getting bored of this. I'm just going to answer the question. And so they're like, okay, fine, we can let you take it first just to see, like, what kind of question this will be and, like, what'll happen if we get it wrong or right. And so they let him take it first. And the question is, if your mother and your lover are captured and are going to die and you can only save one of them, who do you choose to save? And this just instantly ticks Leorio off. He is not having a good time with that question. Leorio immediately has zero chill. He immediately's like, that's impossible to answer. What the hell is wrong with you? Stop that now. And the dude and yeah, sorry, the dude is like, oh, well, this one's easy. And he answers the question with one. And the lady's like, why do you choose that one? He's like, well, you can replace a lover anytime, but you're never going to get another mother. Hey, that rhymed. Anyways, so the old lady thinks about this question for a second, and then she says, you may pass. And he's like, cool, see you guys on the other side. While thinking, later nerds, I'm just going to set a million traps for you. Hope you like traps. Hope you like pits and spikes and all the things I'm going to lay to try to attack you. Bye, nerds. 
and he walks on by. And so it is the gang's turn to answer a new set of questions. Leorio gets increasingly mad that, you know, that that answer was somehow considered right. Yeah, he is getting red, mad, nude, and somehow not online. Yeah. And so... Imagine... Imagine if Leorio was online, he would, he would, he would just constantly, Leorio? he would never have caps lock off. That's what, that's all I'll say. Leorio would have somehow been banned from every social media site by now. Like, <laughs> he would have gotten to so many fights so quickly that they would have just reported him instantly. He's not allowed to be on any forums. They have a, his his first ever tweet on timeline on his timeline is directly at Jack uh, yelling about how bad Twitter is. He's somehow one of those dudes who gets horny on main and posts nudes and like <laughs> on main and then immediately yells at people to debate him. Yeah, and then he yells at someone to debate him immediately afterwards. Basically, what I'm saying is Leorio is that one dude who you hate online. It's true. But we love him? Hmm. Interesting. No, Interesting sorry. statement. Let me say this. Let me say this. We allow him to be with the group. Yeah. <laughs> we allow him to participate. <laughs> He is Gon's friend, and I'm not going to tell him no. Yeah. We will tolerate him, if only for Gon. If only for now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, then then the lady asks them a question. Uh, you know, your son and your daughter are kidnapped. Only one of them is going to survive, etc., etc. Um, yeah, and then Karapika is is, you know, thinking to himself, just like, okay, Leorio, you need to not screw this up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Gon gets it. Yeah. But this is... The way uh, Karapika gets it is uh, Leorio is getting red, mad, and nude, and he yells, like, there's no right answer to this question. Like, how can you answer it? And Karapika, like, figures out, oh, there's no right answer. So he's about to tell Leorio, and the lady has to be like, if you tell any one of your friends, you fail now. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the lady asks him the question, is, you know, counting down the five seconds they have to answer. Leorio just picks up a fucking two-by-four. And he's literally just sitting there practice swinging. He's like, oh, when, the, when this lady gets this ear, I'm gonna bash her brains in. Like, she wants to ask me hard yep. questions. She's gonna see. So, great guy we got here. How did Leorio ever finish high school if he's this bad at quizzes? He is doing great right now. <laughs> I don't think Leorio ever had a teacher who he didn't beat up behind the school. <laughs> That's how he got good enough grades to uh, qualify for pre-med. Just, yeah. just threatening his teachers. They would ask him what the right answer. They would get one of those questions where... um. I had to take uh, some biology classes for my major. It was gross. I hated it all. Um, but uh -huh. there were questions that were like, oh, which of these answers is the most correct? And let me tell you, I would oh, also be like Leorio every time I got to one of those. I would lose it. <laughs> hated those ones. Ooh. Yeah. 
Fun. So I think that's how Leorio was basically like every one of his classes. They'd be like, which of these te- answers is the most correct? Explain your work. And he would just like grab a like leg off his desk and just be like, <laughs> oh, when this test is over. <laughs> yeah, just like, just like, you know, stewing with the same energy that he has for the five seconds uh, for this quiz, but just like for the entire 45 minute test period. <laughs> he's like shaking at his desk. They're like, like oh, you can leave the class now. And he's like, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> just sitting there vibrating. <laughs> so... The test instructor, she gets to zero, and as she hits zero, Lario leaps through the air, weapon in hand. Just takes a fucking swing, <laughs> huh? Leaps through the air, weapon in hand, and is about to dome this lady when Krapia jumps in and blocks the hit. And he's like, what are you doing? Are you trying to stop me? And he's like, we've passed, dumbass. We, we fucking got it right. You imbecile. <laughs> you idiot. Please do not <laughs> fail us. And he's like, huh? And he's like, there was no right answer. She was looking for us to remain silent. That's why giving any different response was going to be incorrect, but not answering was never not incorrect. And it turns out the guy before, he got it wrong, and the path that they led him down is not the right one. Uh Uh-huh. He is not going to where they need to go. And so she opens up basically a hole in like the wall next to them. And it's like, yeah, you got it right. So if you go down that tunnel and you'll like come up on a pine tree with a small hut by it. And that's where you'll meet the next of your examiners who are the ones who know where the test site is being held. Yep. And so Lero gets all embarrassed and he's like, hey, I'm sorry for almost killing you, lady. And she's like, that's all right. I can... Guys like you kind of make this job fun. Yeah. Oh, she's very sweet. She's in it for the thrill. She's I like very, her. Yeah, she's very sweet and understanding, though. She's like, yeah, it's a hard question. Make anyone mad. Yeah. I really do like the, uh, the, the, the performance the voice actor did on, you know, her sort of parting line. Because, you know, it's very just, like, sweet old lady. It's very nice. Yeah, she goes from, like, having to be, like, a hard, like, scary instructor to just being like, yeah, you know, I'm just doing this for fun. Like, I like the Hunter Good luck on your test. Yeah, it's, good luck, guys. It's good. Uh, we did forget to mention that after this, like... Gon looks like he's been lost in thought for like the last five minutes and he like suddenly yeah. collapses and they're like, are you okay? And he's like, I just can't figure out the answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gon, you and they're like, just idiot boy. They're like, I love you. Yeah, they're like, you don't, there is no right answer. You don't need to know it. And he's like, yeah, but like, what if it happens one day? Like, I want to know yeah. what to do. And they're like, oh, oh, <laughs> nope, not thinking about that one. Yeah. So it, uh, it's just good characterization for Gone. Like he takes this very seriously and he's like, yeah, but like, what if I'm in one of those situations? Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. He's just a very good boy and I love him. He's trying his best. He's 12 years old and putting in situations where a full grown man, as we see, nearly lost it. He's 12 years old and contemplating you know, having responsibility over the lives of others. Over his children, his maybe one day children, and being like, <laughs> who should I let die? I mean, 
the all, the only thing he knows about raising children is abandoning them. Yeah, all he knows <laughs> is that maybe he should get a sibling to raise his children. So next they go through the tunnel and they're walking and Leorio's complaining that they've been walking for hours and he like I think he says he has to yeah. go to They're going through a forest. They see some beware of monster signs. Like you have in a forest. Yeah, they're like, hope that means nothing. Anyways. Yeah, so they get to the cabin and shock, shocker, shocker. Uh, there's a fucking monster in there. And it appears to have attacked the uh, the two guides uh, and just fucking runs the heck off with uh, with the woman. Leaving the, the man behind all injured. He's like, hey, go save my wife. She's very dear to me. I'm a wife guy. Please save her. I love her dearly. And so Gon immediately like takes off after her and Kropka's like, hey, Leorio, mm-hmm. stay here and like take care of the guy's wounds. And he's yeah. like, fine, all right, I guess. And so we get like a brief chase scene. Uh Gon bops the monster on the head and also learns that it, it can talk, which he's, like, very excited about. Yeah, Kropika notes that, like, Gon moves through, like, it's, like, pitch black outside and, like, Kropika notes that Gon moves through the forest very easily after not Yeah, and is, like, able to, like, track this monster despite it being the complete dark. And he's like, feral forest child, who are you? Um, <laughs> so Gon knocks the monster on the head. Oh, we should note the monsters are called Kirikos, which yeah. is a very cute name. Gonna say it, but he, it's good. And they, they, you know, when they talk, they go kitty, kitty, kitty. Yeah. It's they're good. very good. I like them. Uh, so he knocks them on the head and the monster drops the wife and Kropia catches her and Gon heads off after the monster to try to catch it. Yeah, we go back to Leorio, and he's, like, dressing the guy's wounds, and he's like, oh, I'm worried about my wife, and Leorio's just like, hey, it's gonna be alright, like, he's assuring him all through, like, the process, and being, like, a super, like, good, caring doctor. I'm pretty sure that scene is actually only in the... in the 1999 one. I don't think we get this in the 2011. I think so, anyway. I... I thought we didn't get this. I don't know. I might have just been buried in my notes at the time. Well, either way, that's going to be brought up later. Yeah. But we also do get, um, Kropka is like talking to the girl and she's like, hey, you have to like, take me to my husband, make sure he's all right and everything. And like her sleep falls down and we see like an interesting tattoo and Kropka like takes note of it and she immediately tries to hide it. Yeah. And this is where we get, yeah, walking up behind Kropka, Leorio. We see Leorio. And he's like, yeah, the dude is fine. I gave him some sleeping pills. And then just Kropika just like whacks him in the face. (laughs) This is where we get a great line of like, it turns out it was the Kiriko disguised as Leorio. And he's like, oh, well, how did you know it was me? And... Kropka's just like, oh, I would have hit you either way. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, I didn't. I just would have hit you for leaving that guy behind by himself. 
Krapika good. Krapika just wanted a reason to hit Larry. Yeah. Face. <laughs> He's like, oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, sweet. Here's my chance. After this, we get Gone is chasing the one Kiriko and it jumps through like a tree line and Gone falls after and nearly falls off like a sheer cliff mm-hmm. and is able to use his uh, fishing line that he has with him to hook onto a tree and pull himself back up. And as he does, there's a Kiriko waiting for him. And it's like, oh, well, I've got you now and like sharpens his claws and like gets ready to attack. And all the while, Gones is kind of like looking around. Looking around, kind of confused. Yeah, it's just like looking, just like, and as it's about to hit him, it's like, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> and he goes, stops and is just like, what do you mean? He's like, you're not the dude I was chasing. Like, I don't, are you a friend of his? Like, I don't know who you are. And <laughs> like, Kiri goes like, yeah. He goes like, well, how could you tell? And goes like, you guys look completely different. What are you talking about? Oh, it's good. The Kiriko is very amused by this. You know, they they call on the other Kiriko because there's two of them. And it's like, hey, check this kid out. He's fucking great. Yeah, they just start laughing and they're like, okay, yeah, test is over. Oh, by the way, this is all a test. Yeah. They're like, test is over and our heroes all meet back at the house. And the Kirikos explain. So it turns out it was it was it was all a ruse. Yeah. The turns out the two Kiriko that Gon met are husband and wife, and the two, you know, humans who were posing as husband and wife are actually their children. Um Yeah. Uh so yeah, the and you know, they all talk about like, hey, this was this was all a test and you know, explain how, you know, Karapika had, you know, like, good observation skills and knowledge for noticing the woman's tattoos and, like, suspecting something because, like, those tattoos indicate that, like, hey, you're not actually supposed to get married. You've taken a vow of not marry. Um, and then... So Karapika passes because of that, just for having, like, good knowledge and observation skills. Um... You know, Leorio passes just because, like, he didn't know shit about shit what was going on, but, like, he did some good doctor skills on the injured man and was, like, very reassuring and comforting. Yeah. So, you know, he apparent apparently has a, a good side somewhere in there. What? Hmm? Apparently he's, like, a good, like, thoughtful doctor and is, like, good at taking care of people who are injured and concerned. He's just a garbage man anywhere else. It's rat mode. He's like rat mode off for now. And and it is it is patient care. And then uh so yeah, and then they say like, "Hey, Goon, you've just got like superhuman uh agility and senses and you were able to like tell the difference between uh the two of us." And that just doesn't fucking happen. So, I don't know, that's pretty cool. We like you. You pass. They're like, "Yeah, you aren't like a normal person, so that's pretty sweet. You should be a hunter." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's neat. Yeah, so yeah, so then they all pass, and they're very happy, and they all fist bump, and it's good. And the Kirikos, 
yeah, they spread their arms and it turns out they can fly. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to fly you to the actual site of the exam. So hop on. And then the scene is them just like Yay. flying everyone where they're hanging on to their legs and flying away. And that's the end of episode two. Episode. Any uh, sort of overarching thoughts about these episodes um, in general? I, yeah, definitely going back to the show. I love how it just like in these episodes, it sets up like their characters really well. Like it gives like Karapika's like, mm-hmm, like Karapika's sure. very smart and like meticulous and like plans things out, but like is prone to fits of like anger and like being rash when like, his clan is brought up or like when P when like things he's concerned about is brought up like Leorio is just like very brash and over the top and kind of scummy. Okay. Very scummy. But like, yeah, as a doctor, he's like very meticulous and calm and reassuring and Gon's just like, he's not without yeah. redeeming qualities, even though he will bash an old woman's head in cause he doesn't like her. Cause he doesn't like a question she asked. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Gon's just like this very honest, like straightforward child who's like, who's like kind of like superhuman skills and like abilities make him like very good at all the things that the tests have to offer. He's a good boy and a feral child. He's a feral forest child and we love him. Yeah, I really like the, um, yeah, in addition to, like, all that good stuff about just, like, establishing the characters, because, yeah, I think it does do a really good job of, like, you know, giving us a, us a sense of who these characters are. I also really like, you know, just the whole format of the tests and how sort of everything is, you know, just sort of, like, centered around, uh, you know, expectations and, like, looking beyond what you is sort of presented in front of you just like you know the basically every test has been like hey this isn't this isn't what it appears to be at first glance you have to like you know actually actually like be aware of the situation and the context and yeah and and it's 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 not straightforward so i really like that um yeah, like how the like levels of deception reward people like for having a range of skills. Like it's never just like for sure. Oh, you have to be like really fast and skilled and like good with like combat or like oh, you have to be very knowledgeable. Like it's just rewarding like a range of skills to solve each puzzle it basically gives you. Yeah. It's definitely like more interesting than like most conflicts in anime, just because like I think we're gonna be getting into this in like, you know, as we get through this season, but like it's Yeah it's different than what we would usually expect from an exam arc, you know? It's yeah. challenging the characters in different ways rather than just like this is a test of determination and strength, which I feel like we would get in a lot of other animes, you know? Yeah, like a lot of the tests in the exam arc are like centered around like not just like using your physical skill like they are, but it's like how does your like luck favor? How do you like how is your knowledge favor and all this? Like it just tests like a range of abilities and rewards like a yeah. range of abilities. And so like Yeah, and I also feel like there's there's something more just to the subversiveness of it, because like Hunter Hunter is like a series that 
you know, plays with and subverts your expectations as a reader. So I don't know. I think there's something kind of meta to that. You know, overall, it's just a series that is like, hey, you know this trope? What if it's not what you think it is? Yeah, and I have, like, heard, like, Hunter x Hunter came out, like, around the time of, like, a bunch of, like, the big three, like, Nardo, like, One Piece, Bleach, like, all those came out. Yeah. And it's, like, Hunter x Hunter, like, as, like, a rule, just didn't follow what they did a lot of times. Like, yeah. we're going with Nardo. Like, the exam arc was, like, oh, the first one's, like, take a test. And the second one's, like, survive in the woods. And this one's, like, the first exam arc test starts on a boat. And it's just, like can you get the captain to like you? Like, he's not going to tell you he's the exam yeah. person, but like, <laughs> does the captain like you? Like, are you just likable? Like the second test is literally yeah. like, how do you favor in this like questionnaire? Like, can you figure out what the trick is? The third one is like, Oh, the Kirikos yeah. decide if they like, like you or not. Like, it's just very much like it rewards like a range of like skills and abilities instead of just being like, who's the strongest you? You pass. Yeah, like Hunter Hunter is could like definitely be compared to a lot of its contemporaries just in terms of like, you know, having sort of, you know, similar setups and similar like archetypes and tropes. But at the same time, it is absolutely playing by its own rules. And that's that that it's really great. Yeah, it's very enjoyable, especially like going on from here, like the rest of the Hunter exam arc, everything is just like don't take it immediately at face value. Like I think to like, you know, get a little ahead of myself here, but like one of the last tests is like, Oh, just your typical like tournament style fighting arc. But a lot of it's very much based on like, how do you like deceive your way to getting as far as possible? Like some fights you can just be like, yeah, I'm not fighting. And that's actually the best route you could take. And it's just very like, yeah, it plays with it really well. Absolutely. Uh, All right. So want to get into our next segment? Yes. Let us lead in. All right. This segment is called Too Many Gones, where we're going to compare the 2011 anime to both the 1999 anime adaptation and the original manga. Uh, So, yeah, just like a brief, you know, overview of what we're doing in this segment. Obviously, like we're already an hour into this podcast. We're going to keep it, try and keep it very short. Um, Since there's like a lot of minor differences that we could talk about just in terms of like set dressing and sort of like you know, added scenes in the 99 version. So we're going to try and keep it just to like stuff that really stuck out and stuff that has like, you know, much larger implications rather than making it like a comprehensive list of like all the little details that were changed because, you know, these are different versions made in, you know, very different years with sort of different goals. So... Yeah, there's like a lot of little changes, but we're going to be focusing more on the significant stuff just in the interest of like, you know, keeping it tight. So uh, I think for the first thing for the 1990 uh, version is it actually starts the first episode going more into like Gon's childhood, which is enjoyable because it goes in yeah. more into his motivations. We meet like a figure that. Should we say his name? He doesn't come into a while into the anime. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's let's just say it. Kites we in the first kite. episode. You know, because, yeah. Yeah, because we get his name in the episode and in the manga, so. Yeah, and he's just like, Kite's like one of Gon's, Gon, he's Gon's dad's, like, student. And so he, like, tells Gon all about his dad, mm-hmm. and he's like, he sent me on a mission to, like, try to find him, and, like, tells Gon all about his dad, which Aunt Mito hadn't done before. So, yeah, it's just like it goes a lot more into Gon's character motivations, which I think the 2011 anime is just kind of like, yeah, he just wants to be a hunter to find his dad. Yeah, I mean, like the entire first episode of the 99 anime is like covered in five minutes of the 2011. So it's definitely like a lot more paced out, a lot more, um, you know, there's a lot more emphasis on Mito in this episode and her sort of, you know, struggle and conflicting desires, like both to be truthful with Gon and not like outright lie to him about like, who his father is and what he does, but also like not wanting Gon to do essentially what he does and like go father follow in his father's footsteps and like just go live a dangerous life away from his family. So it's a lot more, yeah, it's, it's a lot more focused on that. And also like, you know, in, in, in the, in the 2011 where they're like, I think fairly, you know they far- they they part on you know fairly good terms like in the in the in the older version you know Mito is still like still conflicted about it when when Gon yeah, eventually does she's very the, much like I know. really don't want you to go like you really aren't like you shouldn't do this this is very dangerous and like it will take you away from everyone you love and he's just like yeah but like this is what I'm determined and set out to do like you're not I'm gonna do it and she's like well, I guess I have to let you go. Yeah. Also, Gone has a pet fox bear Cone named Cone. He is large and adorable, and I love him. And 2011 did a crime of never showing him. Just, Just a big old floofer. bear. And I love him. And 2011's like, I'm sorry, who? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do, I, I do miss Cone, and, you know, just sort of showing that, you know, shows a little more of, like, Gon's, like, relationship with animals in nature, and I forget if we get this in the anime, but, like, in, in, in the manga, when, when Gon is, like, you know, finally leaving to go be a hunter, he's like, hey, I know we're friends, but, you know, sometimes hunters have to do things that, you know, that, that, that animals might not like and you know you're the king of the forest now so that probably means you can't be friends with a hunter so sad and it's sad it just sets up like he like takes in consideration his pet bear's feelings and it's so good yeah Uh, gone is good a good little boy yeah a good son son boy yep and then uh, episode two of the anime is pure filler, baby. 100% filler, but what it does right is Leorio isn't such a rap bastard. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I have very quick notes for this one. Uh, Gon goes to a port town where he will depart from Whale Island. He almost gets human trafficked, but Leorio saves him. Um, 
somewhere along the line, Leorio is hungry, so he just steals a big armload of raw fish. And eats said raw fish. We cannot talk about this enough. He eats the fish raw. <laughs> Feral little man that he is. Feral rat man eats the fish. And he scurries away on, 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 on all fours with just a big pile of fish. It's his precious. Um, yeah, so we see Karapika, our, our introduction to Karapika, he's just like eating some food in a restaurant. He sees a spider, goes completely sicko mode, like, cat, like, like stabs it with his fork and catches it between the tines and then fully yeets it across the room. It's just like everyone in the restaurant's like freaking out. They're like, oh, that spider's very venomous. Like, you gotta run. Like, if it bites you, you'll die. And he just like yeah. takes a bite, looks calmly at the spider. His eyes go blood red and he just stabs it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Gon gets uh, captured by some animal poachers and is put in a cage with another fox bear, but Gon is good with fox bears so he's totally fine leorio performs a heist steals all the money from the poachers and lets gone out of the cage and then gone proceeds to free all of the animals just like right in the middle of this dangerous town uh and then they all get on the boat together yeah and then as they're like going to the boat the boat's like leaving because it's like we leave right on schedule we don't give a moment later like a moment sooner and they're late so gone has them sprint up to like a cliffside, loops his like fishing line around a rock, and then Tarzan swings them from this cliffside onto the boat. And I just yep. want to say what an absolute mad lad I love my son. <laughs> uh, so then episode three, this captain is definitely has like a different vibe as a character he's kind of more of an asshole uh he definitely uh just throws a man completely overboard because he lost a fight with another passenger you want to talk about um, a vibe completely different remember how in 2011 katsu is like this meek like skinny chat guy who's like gets bullied a lot yeah this katsu is a dude who like picks fights with like all the contestants he like steals a dude's knife and like gets into a knife fight with him and nearly kills him like yeah he's just like he's a completely different dude like unrecognizable yeah but uh this also yeah we 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 start to say leorio being a bit of a bastard he does make fun of karapika for being a nerd mm-hmm um, you know, when they're on board and about to have their fight, they actually do the fight, which is kind of ridiculous, because I'm pretty sure Leorio wouldn't last five seconds against Kurapika. This is actually a fun little description in the manga. They never really say it in the anime, but, like, Leorio, in terms of raw physical strength, is actually, like, better than everyone in the group. Like, I think later in the manga, they're, like, asked hmm. to, like, this is jumping out of it, but they have to push open the doors to uh, Kilua's family's, like, estate. And Leorio is able to, like, push up, like, two of the doors by himself. Like, he's, like, physically huh. stronger oh, than wow. everyone else in the group. And it's never brought up in the anime. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah, in, in the anime, like, it it's... I definitely get the sense that, like, Leorio does not have, like, the fighting skills yeah. of, 
you know, the the other people, but you know, he can like he can definitely hold his own. He's like he's not you know, he's he's a he's a good fighter by normal people's standards, but not by hunter hunter standards. Yeah. So I think is that where it stops branching from, at least in this episode, it catches up for like um does anything else happen? I don't remember. Let's see. I know I know in the manga, like, there are actually two storms. Oh. Like, the chapter just opens with the ship being caught in the middle of the storm, and then like, you know you know, then like after that things calm down, and then that's where Gon is like, hey, there's gonna be another storm. And and you know, instead of just like, you know, being being like immediately failed by the captain, the captain's like uh, hey, there's gonna be another one. It's gonna be worse than the first. If you're not, if you're not fucking prepared for it, uh, there's the rowboat. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone just fully leaves the ship, except for the, uh, you know, the crew members and our three main characters. Oh, there's that. So let's see. Next episode is the. S- Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Also, oh yeah. Also, I think important to note in the '99 anime, I think um, instead of saying "I'll kill out the last of your clan," he just says, um, "Wow, your clan must be really rude, huh?" Something like that. Something like much softer <laughs> than his like fucking death slash genocide threat. So yeah, I think overall, like Leorio is like just kind of less of a bastard less in this standoffish version. and less like willing to be an absolute maniac yeah um yeah episode four uh the dude who's just following them just like instead of sort of sneaking behind he just fully joins their party for a little bit uh so that happens they run into a rhino in the middle of a deciduous forest um they oh yeah uh instead of leorio immediately like joining back up with them when he's like oh you guys aren't going to the bus yeah he he actually gets he actually yeah he actually gets on the bus and is just like driven around in circles for a while then like leaves and has to catch up with them like we're not going anywhere can you like stop the bus at least and the bus driver's like yeah sure and he stops the bus on train track and like locks the door <laughs> and he's like yeah. i stopped the bus for you guys as a train is about to hit them <laughs> yep yeah let's see um uh also yeah also like before the test when you know the other guy like you know he goes through uh this is both in the the 99 anime and the manga um uh, gonin karapika actually hear his screams as he's being murdered by monsters down the path that the uh examiner yeah, 2011 sends sets up and that's like part of how they figure yeah, out the trick of the quiz sets up that uh karapika figures it out by like hearing leorio said oh there's no right answer and that's how he figures it out 1999 a manga karapika just straight up hears a man die and is like oh we shouldn't answer yeah oh <laughs> yep um yeah other than that uh the manga is is a lot more similar um yeah yeah also i th- i thought in the in the anime like the countdown felt very 
quick and hasty when, you know, she was like, okay, you have five seconds to answer. Um, you know, I think like, you know, for, for an anime that like had so much padding in it, they really missed the chance to stretch out that I dramatic tension. I think they were just to get through it as quickly as possible. I think they were running long on the episode already. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, also, Leorio doesn't like fully take a swing at the woman. He just picks up the stick and then yells at her a lot. Yeah, so again, so le- less of a bastard in this version. A lot more toned down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then episode five. Um, yeah, it just spends a lot, a long time before it gets to the actual meat of the plot. With um, you know, where they meet the uh, the Kiriko. Um, yeah, it's- you know, they they fucking go out on a rowboat on a lake. They meet a big lake monster. Oh no! Uh, Karapika sees some ruins that have almost no relevance. All it tells us is that Karapika can read ruins and that's related to the tattoos that he sees later um yeah it's basically all just set dressing like i think the kiriko's like the way they figure out is like all slightly different like karapika's is about the same but like they show more of leorio never figuring out into the kiriko like attacks him later and he like yeah. sees that like he gave the guy some uh painkillers and like an injection, and he sees like the yeah. injection site on the Kiriko's army. He's like, "Oh, you must be the dude I was hoping earlier." Yeah, yeah. Leorio's role gets like very expanded in the ninety nine anime. He like actually goes off into the woods to like find some herbs for the dude, and then he gets attacked by the Kiriko. But it turns out it's the guy he was you know treating, and you know he actually figures out that it's a ruse in the ninety nine version, just like making him like probably considerably smarter and more observant than his other incarnations. Turns out ninety nine version likes Leorio. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, that's basically yeah, it all catches up from there. And those are the big differences. Yeah, I think the first two episodes of the of the 99 anime I thought were pretty good and like, you know, the the content they added to uh, you know, to sort of flesh out the manga was like pretty pretty interesting and good you know like the character introductions we get in episode two and i think just like the amount of time it spends on you know just sort of like dealing with mito's emotions in episode one yeah you know i thought that was good but like after that it does start to feel pretty padded there's definitely like a recurring thing where you know they just sort of run into a random monster and it has just no significance or and nothing happens no relevance to what's going on whatsoever yep but i do enjoy the 1999 version like i do enjoy how like it just takes time to like flesh out characters it especially like helps leorio in my eyes yeah it's just more hunter hunter and we like that we always love it yeah, I uh, want to go to our next segment, Welcome to Greed Island. Yep, it's time to head to Greed Island. Let's go there. Let's put pop in our game cartridges and get whisked away by our PS1s. To our PS1s to Video Game Island. Real Gamers Land. 
Uh, all right, so yeah, this is a segment where we just talk about like other media we've been, you know, engaged with and stuff we like, and just give you some cultural recommendations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Devin, what have you got for us this week? Um, well. Monster Hunter, one of my favorite like video game series, uh, the one for the PS4, Monster Hunter World, uh, got a free title update recently and added a new monster. And I think they're adding another one, uh, like in a few days for one of their major events. But I've just been like last Saturday, I like threw my head at the brick wall that was fighting that monster, like gonna be honest it took me all day to take it down but i just i love this series it's basically just like what if the whole game was you're just in a boss fight like you go out (laughs) you fight giant like very well designed in my opinion monsters uh little game Uh, yeah i've never played monster hunter but i really do love the big monsters oh they're good they're all so well designed like the fights are like really fun because they're just they all have like different move sets and are interesting like You get to basically just wear their skin as armor and weapons and, like, go out and fight even more. Like, it's, like, a simple game, but it's just extremely fun for me. So I've been playing that for the last few days again. Yeah. I kind of want to play, like, a version of those games where you don't actually fight the monsters. You just kind of, like, go up to them and be friends and then maybe cuddle a bit. I just kind of want to be, like, the gone of Monster Hunter. Listen, if they had a monster taming feature, I would be all Oh yes. If I could just like have them as like a friend, that would be instantly my deal. Yes. Sadly, they have not did that to me. Not did that for me. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, someday maybe get on it whatever video game company makes those games. Yeah. Yeah, fucking work on it. So, for my recommendation, uh, we all know about the Digimon Adventure colon 2020 reboot that's happening right now, and episodes are currently airing on Crunchyroll and Hulu, and we all know that that's very good, and I love it very much, but did you know that there's also uh, a series called App Monsters on Crunchyroll right now, and it is... It is a Digimon anime. It is like an official part of the Digimon franchise uh, from 2016, despite not actually being about Digimon. It is instead about app monsters who are monsters who live in the applications on your phone. Wait, I gotta, I gotta look up a picture of this. I want to know what this is. App App monsters. Yeah. It it's also sometimes goes by like Applemon or Appmon, but you know the the one it's called on Crunchyroll is App Monsters, so that's like probably the closest official translation. Oh, there it is! There yeah. it is! It's really good. Um, I know like a lot of longtime fans of Digimon like consider it to be like one of the best Digimon series. It's just got like such good likable characters the main character haru is just a sweet boy who's very gay um uh, it's just got really likable characters it's very fun and lighthearted, and a lot of like good comedy moments while also like 
has like serious parts that it handles well and yeah it's it's very much about our relationship with technology and it presents that in a way that is like very refreshingly non-cynical like my my yeah. my worry when i heard about this series is it would just be a bunch of old people writing being like oh kids and their phones these days apps but it's like very much not that it very much you know is like it very much wants us to have a good relationship with technology, I think. And that's very, very good to see. And I just really like it. It's good Digimon content. Oh, yeah. From what I'm, like, looking at now, it looks very good. Like, I see the dude with yellow hair who, like, I see the Digimon that looks like it's just guitar-themed. And I'm like, where can I sign up? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, oh, that's, that's Astra and Musimon, and I love them so much. They're such good characters. Oh, such, such sweet boys. Oh, yeah, it looks very good. Cannot wait. It's rad. I endorse it. As a huge fucking Digimon nerd, I give it my seal of approval. I have to rewatch all of Digimon. I started like a few weeks ago and am just barely through. Oh, hell yes. Uh, keep me updated on that, because I have so many fucking opinions about Digimon. <laughs> Listen, all I fully remember from Digimon is Digimon Frontier, which is, like, apparently everyone's hated Digimon, but I loved mm -hmm. that series. I huh. thought it was rad. Ooh, I'm one of the people who hates it. I know, everyone hates it, I'm like, Listen... <laughs> I will be the. I, I did watch the the subbed version, which I don't know if it's like better in the dub, but oh boy, the subbed version has some fucking problematic bits. Listen, it was oh, a while we, ago. We, we don't have we don't have time to get into it. It was a while ago. <laughs> if I rewatched it now, I'd probably go ooh. But from my memory, ooh, oh ouch, oh no, that is that's an eleven year old in lingerie, huh? Oh wow, ooh, did not oh, remember no. that one. So glad I uh -uh. so glad I repressed that one. <laughs> yep. Mm. Well, uh, yeah. So Digimon is good. Frontier less so. Yeah, I can't wait to get to that. Oh boy. Uh, let's let's talk about uh yeah before we before we go let's talk about uh where you can find us or other projects we might have outside of this um. I know we're going to be setting up possibly like some social media accounts for like this podcast in particular. Yeah. We definitely want to like start collecting listener asks and listener questions and have a segment devoted to that. Yeah, I'm working up on work, yeah, working on setting up a Tumblr and a Twitter for that. And then I'll make yeah. a Gmail that ties them together so we can get questions there. Um, cool cool that'll be a thing eventually yeah, right when i get off my lazy button actually do that for once uh yeah personally i am off of social media i finally deleted my twitter and it's been amazing for my mental health so don't look for me online but i do have a few other podcasts a few other projects um Currently, I want to plug a Sexy Mewtwo Review, which is a series that I started on YouTube uh, with my friend, where I draw a sexually suggestive 
Mewtwo fan art, and also we critically review all of Mewtwo's appearances in the anime and movies, and just get really deep into a critical analysis of Mewtwo as a character. Incredible. <laughs> There's only one episode so far. We're really not sure what's going to happen with episode two. The deep but, dive uh, of Mewtwo. Yeah. But we've already reviewed uh, uh, Mewtwo's Revenge, and that was a fucking wild time. Uh, and and just drew, like, a very glossy, shiny Mewtwo. Incredible. <laughs> uh, yeah, so do you have anything to plug in terms of, uh, like, social media or anything? Uh, I do not have any other podcasts, but if you want to find me on Twitter... I am at Groovin Gasly. That is G R O V I N G A S T L Y. And then my Tumblr, you can find me by searching Jazz Dumpster. It is J J A Z Z and then Dumpster. I don't want to say all that. All right. I think that, I think that about does it. Um, we fuck i didn't think of an outro for this show oh god i forgot to think about that too um it's episode one we're we'll 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 get it eventually we'll figure this out until next time uh what will go well hmm yeah i got nothing yeah me neither i'll we'll just let's just say bye i don't know We've we've been trying to come up with an outro for this show, but you know what? It'll it'll happen someday. I think we're we gotta just let come into this one naturally. It'll, let it let it be organic. So until next time. Until yeah. Until next time. See you later. Bye.